Hey everyone, welcome to season six. Man, time flies. Uh, season six, episode one, Part of Darkness. Throwing over to Nick. Hey, I am uh, no longer illiterate. Homer, we have a perfectly good bookcase. Yeah, but this is what they're doing on campus. Besides, it isn't costing us. I swiped the cinder blocks from a construction site. Sir, six cinder blocks are missing. There'll be no hospital then. I'll tell the children. That was a that was a great impression, as per usual. And uh, I'm kind of relieved that uh, you're taking over again for this season. Um, uh, it was. <laughs> I don't know. It was okay. Like, Quimby, you got to do that Boston Kennedy accent, but like I kind of came off as a little bit like an alien. I think or a little bit of JFK. Ira. Well, no. JFK, JFK kind of Quimby is bad. It's JFK. True. So doing Quimby, if I did JFK, that means I actually didn't do did a good job. No, it means I didn't do a good job because to do Quimby good, you have to do JFK crappy. You mm. know what I mean? Yeah, that's how that's how he's kind of the best. JFK was good. from Clone High. I know you didn't watch that show, but uh, yeah, I hear uh, talk like this all the time. So what was the uh, there was a. JFK, what the hell? Okay, who cares? We talk, <laughs> yes, we're not talking about JFK. Season for, six. We're talking about season six. Yeah, season six, Bart of Darkness. Um, fantastic season coming up here. We hit, uh, as we, if you haven't listened to our season five recap, please go do so because we, we kind of narrowed it down to if you had to sum up season five, well, I think it has possibly stronger highs. Uh, no, sorry, more consistency than season four, but. The highs were possibly better in season four than season five. That's kind of how yeah, we sum it up. That's right? a good consensus. Yeah. Yeah. So now we get on to uh, season six. Uh, David Merkin now is in his second season. Is uh, I think it was him and Jim Reardon is kind of the main guys running the show. Al Jean and Mike Reese. They were busy doing the critic. Though we do get the crossover episode with the critic in this season. Um, a lot of really really good solid episodes here. Uh, this one I. I'm very fond of because uh, I always remember it for uh, two things, the misinformation and I loved the kind of, I know Bart gets injured, so it's not really the exact same thing, but the summer nostalgia that comes with some of those boring summer nights where you're happy that it's summer, but it's also, you can't really do a whole heck of a lot uh, on certain things, even just being a kid, if you're not injured. Um, What I mean by that is like, you know, it's late at night, you can stay up, but there's no real point in staying up because you're kind of bored. You don't really have a whole heck of a lot uh, to do. But very excited as we continue on our path. I can't believe we're doing six seasons. How is it? Have we been doing? Have we? Yeah, it doesn't seem. Before? It seems like we've only been doing this just over a year. Yeah. Well, I guess we kind of have a year and a half. <laughs> um, hey, that's pretty good time. You know, year and a half, six seasons. We can catch yes. up pretty quick. Yeah. Not. Not. Not too bad. Not too bad indeed. I'm I'm glad we're still doing this because we didn't know how long we'd be doing this for. We had no idea. We just started. Well, doing last it time you tried to do this, it only lasted like what, like uh, one season, or even. Yeah, uh, whew, I don't even think it was that. It was like four episodes or something like that, and then just timing and life and stuff got in the way. But we've kind of figured it out. So we'll try to keep our schedule of of our Friday releases <laughs> and our yeah thinking life and stuff gets in the way sometimes. It makes it a little bit difficult, but. The episodes we will we'll keep doing them. We'll keep doing them until who knows? Who knows how long we'll do this? Maybe we'll I need some before. crave donuts. Yeah, I haven't. Uh, when was the last time I craved? A couple weeks before this recording, when we, they had the dill pickle fritter and stuff like that out. 
uh when was the last time you got your your crave fix your crave uh, crave yeah it was um yeah it was christmas time i think christmas time right yeah yeah yeah, yeah that um that i still think of that bacon um maple, maple thing bacon yeah, yeah so good it's like yeah. a real piece of bacon on there <laughs> always remember if you're in the oshawa or whippy area if you're in the gta if you're anywhere just maybe maybe uh they'll mail them to australia i don't know that they, they might not be good by the time they get there maybe they'll they'll do you a solid and mail them uh, all the way out to our friends who live out in an island overrun by frogs so <laughs> in this time uh let's do the old recap the old what was going on over the summer between the seasons between seasons five and six so i i think i had said back in season five that they switched to sunday for the first time um, that's technically not true because chunks of chunks are all of season one. I can't remember off the top of my head right now if uh, they were on Sundays. It was season two, they switched full time to Thursdays, and then it was two, three, four, five, they're on Thursdays. Now they're back to Sundays. So it's like, all right, this is when I would watch. I was still too young at this point, way too young. But Sundays at eight o'clock for me, uh, throughout the mostly early 2000s, to see a new episode of The Simpsons, that's kind of become like a synonymous time. Uh, a thing for sure. So what happened over the summer leading up to uh, the premiere of season six? Well, uh, main news things, OJ, OJ was in the news. He went on the run, uh, spawning countless crappy jokes for years. About the glove don't escaping. fit. Yeah, that like Simpsons nonsense or not Simpsons, Seinfeld nonsense. South Park did it. Even the WWE did it two years later and all jokes about a white uh, SUV escaping from police uh, in North Korea, Kim Il Sung died, and though he died, he's still technically president to this day. Did you know that? Uh, no, but that's yeah. some, seems like some dumb politics. But all right, yeah, of course, he, the guy's been dead for over twenty nine years. But because he's like the the president for life, no no matter what, he is still the leader, even though he's been dead for almost three full decades. Um, also, I good for him, him. Good, good for him. Nothing like making people basically slaves in in North Korea. Nothing. Nothing says a great leader like that. Um, also, IBM releasing the first ever smartphone. Uh, didn't work too good, though. And uh, this seems, Trailblazers sometimes, you know, you have to die so others can live, right? Go check out the uh, docu- mockumentary uh, Blackberry. Good Canadian film there. Really good. Glenn Howerton, who Dennis from uh, It's Always Sunny is fantastic in that. Uh, in music, Woodstock 94 took place. Had like all, everybody wanted to be on the, the 25th like Woodstock 2.0 uh, in 94, including Green Day, who just have a new album out right now. And during Woodstock 94, bassist Mike Dern, he got tackled by security and uh, lost a tooth because they didn't realize he was the bass player for the actual band. Um, Aeros- and, uh, Trailblazers again here. Aerosmith was the first band ever to debut a single online. And a Sting CD was the first ever thing purchased over the internet. Uh, movies. What a... Nice summer of '94, killing it. Lion King, the original Lion King came out, not the stinky remake. Mufasa, Mufasa. Yeah. Uh, Forrest, Forrest Gump came out in the summer of '94. Box of chocolates. True Lies, the only good Arnold Schwarzenegger. Well, not only good one, but the one of the best that was ones. Good. Yeah, yeah, pretty good one. And the mask. Yeah. Somebody go stop the, me. Yeah. Uh, go watch the mask. It doesn't really age that well. It's go kinda, watch uh, the mask too. Um, no, don't yeah, watch the great. mask too. Don't listen to Shane. Uh, in TV, the OJ chase, that did huge ratings, so much so that it, the, the chase it interrupted the NBA final. I think it was game two between the Knicks and the Rockets. Um, and a show that gets referenced specifically in season six of The Simpsons debuted. That was Models, Inc. I don't know anything about the show except for no the, idea what that is. the reference when of 
uh, you know, thinks he's one of the models and can get that cat out of the way. That's oh, okay. Way. I like that. Right. Uh, sports Rangers, New York Rangers won the Stanley Cup and then the NHL went on strike. Uh, baseball, baseball season was going well. Expos looked like they were going to win the ser- World Series and then baseball went on strike. Um, the Knicks, they blew it, of course. The NBA final lost to the Rockets and Brazil beat Italy to win the World Cup. Uh, sad though, in July, Andres Escobar murdered literally this is a Colombia in the a Colombian soccer player was murdered for an own goal that cost Colombia uh their match against the US and he was they literally killed him for it somebody killed him which is yeah. absolutely insane so much went down I was only 3 years old a lot of stuff and then in Vidja games we got two earth themed or earth named games anyways earthbound came out in the summer of 94 oh a lot of people's favorites people yeah. love that game yeah I don't, I don't like it I've tried it before I don't, I'm not a fan um and earthworm gym first earthworm gym game uh, came out and then five days after this particular Simpsons episode came out, one of the top selling games of '94 that was Mortal Kombat 2. It came out, so a lot of stuff going on over '94. '90s man, I don't, I don't think we've talked about this enough. Mid to late '90s, just a solid time in life in general. Yeah, so I think every sh- generation has a fond memory of. Well, not every, but I feel like there's some sort of time when you were growing up where people are just very nostalgic for. It. And for me. It is the late nineties and early two thousands. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Mine, even though I was very, very young in the mid nineties, like there's a lot of stuff about the mid nineties. I like, uh, even in, especially in, cause I'm a big Jersey collector, right? Mid nineties for like hockey and basketball. That was the peak peak of, of ultimate, uh, great or so bad that it is good creative design. Uh, it's so not I, for everybody, but the movie mid twenties, I liked it. That was, was that the, was that the basically nineties nostalgia movie? Uh, yeah, it, uh, I didn't ever skateboard it, but it kind of followed a, a group yeah. of kids that skateboarded, but there was a, this, a lot of like nineties esque stuff in there, obviously with that right. title. It's really nostalgic. It's actually a good film. I think I'm just going to, yeah, it's a good film. It's not for everybody though. Um, so that brings us to this episode. I have a lot of fond, uh, memories of it, maybe because it's kind of right in the thick of, the what people call the glorious or the golden years of the Simpsons is kind of right in that middle ground of it. So you're kind of expecting, uh, like even when you're watching the reruns and syndication in as, as the 2000s went on, you knew like you saw this opening, which is a, one of the best opening montages the show ever produced, uh, especially with with Mole Man uh, and and his appearance in this one. That it, you just you feel warm and fuzzy watching this episode and this this season six in general. I want to call. I have a feeling anyways, it's going to be like a warm and funny, fuzzy season. And we're going to have some of these sentiments about every, every episode. Um, I, we, we, we went off on a bang too with five. I gave it a, a 10 to secrets of a successful marriage. You had to be a weirdo and give it a 9.85 for some reason. Um, yep. what are you going into this one with Shane? I'm going to go with a 9.8. Why is that? I've always liked this episode. Yeah. I think it's great. Um, Maybe my nostalgia glasses are, you know, clouding my vision here. But I always liked uh, the premise. Uh, I liked the fact that, you know, summer, the heat wave, how hot it was. Um, it takes you back, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It takes it really you back does. to those summers when you were, you know, off school. And yeah, to your point when you were speaking of it earlier, not every, you didn't do a lot every day. Some days no. you just didn't do anything. Nothing. Really. Nothing. Uh, and it was great. Yeah, I love it. Really, it hits there, and uh, I again, I love the premise. This is one of the best Bart episodes from my memory of all time. 
Um, and I love some of the gags just thinking about them in each act. I feel this is a solid act. And there's the underrated Homer pool storyline that kind of goes on in the background here. Um, but I remember each act being very, very solid. So I'm going to go in with a 9.9. Might be a 10. Might be a 10. We'll see how it ends up. Uh, heck, that's why we do this show. And we'll see if our warm, fuzzy, nostalgia feelings to kick off Season 6 uh, are with us by the end of this episode. So we'll get to Bard of Darkness. But first, a word from our tasty, delicious, scrumptious sponsor. Donuts, Simpsons, Simpsons Donuts, it just goes hand in hand. Yeah, you know what, Shane? It really does. And for the best donuts in the world, you got to check out Crave Donuts. They've got locations in Oshawa and Whitby, Ontario. And these Simpsons-loving donut bakers, they're creating some of the most delicious treats imaginable. They've got a year-round menu with the likes of a cosmic brownie donut, a churro cruller. They've even got the Simpsons-inspired pink vanilla sprinkle. Yeah, and there's a rotating menu inspired by each season. In the fall, they've got apple pie, pumpkin spice cheesecake. Doesn't that sound delicious? That sounds absolutely amazing. To top it all off, there's weekly specials. They've got some surprises each and every week, so keep an eye on that. Open Wednesday through Sunday. Check out their website, CraveDonuts.com, as well as their Instagram for all the details. Trust us. If you're in the GTA, go hit up Crave because you're going to end up with a belly full of goodness. It's probably going to cause you to make some sounds sound a little like this. All right, here we go. Bart of Darkness. And uh, Shane, you were saying our buddy Greg Howe had an interesting point about the actual, like the boxes. That's a lot of people off. Yeah. Yeah. And so go, go into that a bit. What yeah, sure. So uh, for those of you that are aware, a DVD was this compact disc that you would uh, use to watch media, physical media. Anyways. Um, yeah. Why the, did you go? Your voice sounded like Patrick Bateman, American. Yeah, like that. I got a lot of range. Yeah. Um, basically, uh, yeah, they released this particular season with the head bust of Homer, I believe it was. And it ruined everyone's DVD shelves because it was, uh, yeah, it was all... It was oh, yeah, it's, it poked out, yeah. yeah. Okay, that, the yeah, first the couple Man, seconds here, yeah. when Mole Man catches on fire from the sun. Should we go back? Should we watch that again? Yeah, watch. let's go back and watch yeah, it again. This might be the greatest intro to any Simpsons episode of all time. Like in the first, I'm talking about a couple seconds, not not like an act or a minute. The first like 10 seconds here might be the greatest intro of all time. Well, you're certainly doing your job today, Mr. Sun. Oh, rats. Come on. Imagine <laughs> it's September 4th, 1994, and you're watching this episode in this season for the first time. And that's how they kick off a season where just Mole Man bursting into flames for seemingly no. Well, there is a reason, but that is amazing. <laughs> now. What is that character's name again? The hippie or the other guy? Oh, man, it's hard to keep up. There's just so many good gags. This fridge gag now. Which is inspired by a real-life thing. Writer of the episode of the Dan, uh, Dan McGrath, writer of the episode, he actually did something similar to this as a kid. Yeah, it's a good way to burn out your motor. Very fast, yeah. It's it's odd, too. The, the debut for this episode was September 4th. You don't usually see episodes debut that early because that, that would have been the day before Labor Day. Yeah. And um, did you have uh, air conditioning your entire life? Uh, um, at my mom's house, yes. At my dad's house, no. And then when I, the worst was when I lived in uh, Guelph for a summer. And they, the family that I lived with when I was working in radio there, they had no AC. 
Like they had it, but they wouldn't use it. So it and it was just roasting. Ugh. I don't think I can survive without it. The summers get pretty thin. Anything over uh, 25 Celsius, I, get, I need some AC. What a gag here. The fact that, first of all, Bart's in his underpants, and then he sticks to the chair. The ice cream guy announcing he's at an ice cream, and then the crazy chili guy. <laughs> hot chili. <laughs> I've always kind of wanted to try the Texas-style ginger ale. Might actually be good, warm ginger ale. I like ginger ale. Um, Love it. You ever had that one with the cranberry in it? Ooh, it's yeah, it's delicious. I think that's only in Canada. <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> that's such a good little... The, the little things are really make an episode go from like a 9.5 to a 10, right? The fact that Otto doesn't have a window in the pool mobile and the water just keeps hitting him. Fair. And this is great that he's got all these shorts. I love it. He looks like a jawbreaker. And I used to like fantasize that in my town, someone would drive down with like a pool, like a portable pool that we could all just kind of like an ice cream, like an ice cream truck style thing where you could just hop in. That'd be great. They used to like 90 years ago. But yes, you're right. It does sound pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever done one of those float tanks with all the the salt the one that homer goes in the later episode yes the coffin thing no i haven't actually done that hmm. it seems scary like it seems like you you're not locked in. in i know that but um i'd like to try it seems like you're basically meditating yes, Lisa. yeah i love this angle of the from homer's point of view yeah like they're adults and he's the child yeah I didn't really thought about that. I thought it was just like they're like overbearing to try to make their point about how they want to pool. Classic. What uh, did you ever annoy your parents to try to get something? Uh, not it was often. a Tamagotchi. Not often, no, because I know maybe some Pokemon cards. Fair. Okay. Kids can be brats when you want something. It's all good. It's not our fault. It's the advertising is too good. They just suck us right in. Yeah, the Tinkler. Of the greasy pool salesman too. No question, lady. This job is not what I really do. Okay, I play keyboards. <laughs> what a what a nice what a nice job. He plays keyboards. Oh, what a montage. Yeah, it's a great montage. Imagine watching this for the first time. Like, what are they doing? The thing is, with with Lisa involved, you think it would not go wrong. No, but it's still great. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Amish guy comes, right? Yeah. And this is the the Simpsons backyard can fit whatever it needs to fit. It went from a full barn. I've always wanted a, like a pool, but then when I think about it, it's like, how often will I use it? Like, there's only so much time in the day, and here in like Ontario, Canada, our summers only last like three months. Yeah, three or four. Yeah, my wife's parents used to have a pool; they use it all the time. I feel like if I ever get a pool, it'd be one of those infinity pools. Basically, oh, those are cool. Like a treadmill pool. I used to say the hello, Mrs. Cumberdale, whenever I go to somebody's <laughs> house. Peer pressure when you're a young. I, I want to say also, like, I don't know. When you get young guys together, they just do yeah, the, stupidity. the dumbest things. Always. Like the time we all put a sponge chair on our head and ran into the wall. See, and here's. Remember last season? No. 
was the last season. Mm-hmm. It was the season before. We were talking about Jimmy Carter and history's greatest monster with Al Jean. Oh, uh, yeah. I thought, I thought Nelson, when he was talking about epidermis means your hair, I thought he was being serious. I thought that, that actually meant that epidermis means your hair. So I actually, for, it, it blew my mind years later when I realized that epidermis does not mean your hair. Oh, that he was being an idiot? Yeah. <laughs> Nice little stab at the American healthcare system here. Oh, what's his face in the background there in the back middle? What's his name? It's Akira, but he's got like light brown right. skin. Yes. Look at that compound fracture there in the x ray. Yeah, it looks like it's torn right off. Yeah, like his leg is just hanging on by the skin. Yeah. Uh, I remember, yeah, yeah, it's sad because it's true. Summers felt really short though after school, right? Like, yeah, they did. They felt like it would be like June, and then you'd be like, ah, oh, nice, you know, enjoy some time. As soon as you see those uh, Staples back to school commercials, give you a little bit of anxiety. It's like, mm-hmm. gosh, we gotta, we gotta go to school soon. They start running back to school ads in like July. In July. How dare they? I actually got my buddy to sign when I had foot surgery in 2016. My buddy signed a big mill mill pool on my on my cast. You've had uh, two casts, yeah. Uh, three, three on the foot, yeah. All the last, all your the last ankle two foot area, yeah, yeah, yeah. Never nothing foot. arm. You never fractured anything like your arm no, or something like that playing sports. No, no only a uh, knuckle I broke once. Fair. I fractured my wrist twice. Once ice skating, the other rollerblading. At least you did it in a kind of cool way. Like you didn't fall off of a step stool trying to get cookies. I was just really overweight. And every time I would fall, I would brace myself with my wrists. And the the Gunther Gunther effect. (laughs) Too much weight for my my little. He he needs some milk. That was me when I was young. This kind of montage in the pool, the always reminded me of the the montage in Caddyshack. You remember that one? I saw you watch that recently. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, Shane. By the way, if you if you don't know what Shane's talking about when he says, uh, "I saw you watch it," it's because uh, Shane can can literally see what I'm watching. Yeah, I'm Big Brother. Yeah, yeah. Go on, I'm on my Plex server. And being chimpy. Oh, this is Planet of the Apes. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember when we we get this one. This is one of my all time favorite MPN chimpies. It scared the hell out of me as a kid, like with the the giant the giant impies with the the big brains. Like this scared me. It is eerie, how, isn't it? It is, yeah. isn't it? It's really eerie. I like how too how like for some reason Scratchy's able to live, but clearly like the MP that put him in there, the is dead, and it's these futuristic ones. Yeah, this this one this is the scariest MP and Chimpy, hundred percent. You think so? Right. Oh yeah. It, gen- it it genuinely disturbed me as a kid. It's good, but it is disturbing. I do like the bags under Bart's eyes too. Like you, the subtlety. He's just been watching TV and getting like three hours sleep each night. Yeah. Yeah. 
Did you have a TV in your room growing up? Not until I was about 12, I think. Yeah. Then, see, this is this is where the episode nostalgia kicks in. Um, because sometimes you would see this, like, stuff, maybe not from, from 1961, like Krusty here. But, like, it would be old episodes of Seinfeld that I'd be watching at, like, 11 o'clock at night on Fox 28. I think was the channel it was on. And, uh, yeah. See, the thing is, with the pool, like you were talking about how much you're going to use it, it's not so yep. much the usage, it's the upkeep of it. Like, it, Sure, yeah. If you have a good pool, it takes a lot of upkeep. Yeah, you got to constantly be checking the levels and all that to make sure the pH is good. Adding stuff, yeah. Yeah, you just keep throwing chemicals in there, figure it out eventually. Pretty much, or you get a salt. See, this scary... <laughs> white hair. <laughs> <laughs> That scared me too as a kid. The chlorine. Oh, this is a great gif. I use this all the time. Yeah, yeah he's he's definitely. Uh, I'm probably gonna use that when you guys uh, go play ball hockey this weekend. I'm gonna send that gif. Have fun. <laughs> yeah, Shane's gonna be doing this. We're gonna be outside playing hockey. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm gonna be riding be my in indoor bike. <laughs> no, you'll be doing this. You'll be playing Stratego and having the. Yeah, Stratego. I love Stratego. It's a great game. You got Stratego. You got every board. You got to have Stratego. Don't I you? do not have Stratego. Oh my God, the play! I say these lines all the time with out of context. <laughs> oh, the play. The play doesn't come down later. That's right. That's right. That's right. This is great. Great animation here. This like the shadows are fantastic. Yeah, nothing. Uh, nothing stands out as like poor quality at all. Like I feel like quite the opposite. Right? Yeah, everything's great. Did you ever watch uh, watch? Did you ever read Mad Magazine? No, I don't think so. I did watch Mad TV a lot. They had still had one of my all time favorite segments when when I was a kid. It was like commercials around the world, and it was just nonsense stuff. Uh, I remember one was like, it was a bunch of like guys in turbans, and they were like dancing around a goat, and there'd be random close ups of the goat's face, and it was like a commercial from McDonald's in Tunisia. That sounds interesting. <laughs> yeah, Mad TV was funny. Yeah, it was good. Keegan. King Michael Key, King Among Men. I like how they don't hear a helicopter. Yeah. Open fire. Cool thing about Mad Magazine is uh, the foldables at the at the back. It would create a new image. That was always a decent joke. Yeah, which they would fold the pages a certain way. I I'm finally remember of a a comic page. Obviously, uh, Spy versus Spy, great. Yes. But then also uh, the Lukukaracha Exterminators. Uh, dancers, they that's going to be yeah. me. Yeah, it is. Riding my, my, riding my bike. Um, I do like that Skinner story. I do like that Skinner is still in, in the, this rear window pair. Yeah, he just too. stays at, at the school. I guess he would, right? Because he hates his mother, yeah, he's not really his mother. Kid. Yeah, I had a telescope when I was a kid. I, I think I used it twice, and then I was like, ah, it's too much work. Yeah, man, I got it. I got a telescope, nothing like crazy, obviously, because I was a kid, but like I got one for Christmas and I used it a couple times to look at like Mars, and then that was it. There is the one thing with this episode that bugged me. Why would Bart need a telescope to see this? Yeah, the other houses aren't that far away. Yeah. It's like 10 feet away. 
Oh, yes. Waiting for another long rug of Bobby Shankar. Shankar. Groovy man. And that was improv, too. The Dan didn't mean to mispronounce the name. That was fantastic. And they kept it in. Like, it looks very suspicious, obviously. Yeah. I remember as a kid, though, being like, wait, what? What is happening here? Did Ned actually kill somebody? There isn't. I'm a murderer. I'm a murderer. Obviously not realizing that the whole point is that it's a misdirection. <laughs> if that's not Flanders, he's done his homework. Nostalgia, so we're two acts in here. The nostalgia is very high. The episode is very good. I think I'm overrating it a little bit because of the nostalgia factor. I think it really has seeped in here. It's, it's good. good. It's good. But it's, it's not close to 10 so far. I love when Ron and Todd cheer stuff. That, like, Those cheer. poor kids. So sheltered. In principle. <laughs> Look, Lisa. I found this change on the bottom of the pool. You can have it. That's kind of a... They end up dating eventually, so... Yeah. <laughs> kid that's funny because he says juice money if it, it wouldn't be as funny if he said milk money the fact that he says juice money i don't know what it is but that makes it funnier yeah or like yeah if he said lunch money it wouldn't have been as funny no uh see that's a simpsons trait right there in her monologue we've seen a number of, yeah we've seen bart do it lisa do it homer do it Couple of inner monologues. That looks like a really nice pool. Yeah, it's a nice pool. And a huge volleyball net. I think it's kind of the first hint that we get that Martin might be gay, isn't it? Yeah, I guess. And his parents are rich. I think that's the first time this is established, no? Uh, yeah, I think so. No, 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 no. When he builds the, uh, uh, I don't know if it's rich. Remember when he builds the racer for the. Oh, that's the true. Yeah. That's a good episode. I didn't understand this when I was a kid, though, either. How, why the water comes out? I didn't get it. Yeah, that would be a lot of uh, shorts retaining water. Also, wait a minute. How did Lisa get out? I never realized that. She's standing. She just ran out. really fast until she got out. The wall. Yeah. yeah, just on the wall. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea how she got. Okay, out. go back. Go Sorry. back just a, just a bit. Just a bit. Go back to Marge. Remember how you got Grandpa tarred and feathered? This is brilliant. I wish you'd stop spreading bad rumors about people. Remember how you got Grandpa tarred and feathered? Sure, that was 20 minutes ago. Gonna be in the tub for a while. <laughs> that? Let's go a bit. <laughs> it gets me every time, the visual. that He's just so nonchalant about it, that he's tarred and feathered. And, oh, that is such a good misdirect. That's one of the best of all time. That's my favorite gag. I already know. That's amazing. Some evidence and something sweet for later. Bart, I'm here for you, but I'm not gonna break into somebody's house. All right, you're right, you're right. Let's let's, let's just forget about that. The pa the the play here is pretty good too. Kippers for breakfast, Aunt Helga. Is it Saint Stephen's <laughs> Day already? Tis replied Aunt Helga. I'm going. I'm going. <laughs> yeah, that would be torture. I I say it all the time when I was cooking something like that. The kippers for breakfast, Aunt Helga. Now, so I good. did something like this once, actually. You spied on you. Wait, you broke in your neighbor's house? Uh, not on purpose. So, another uh, kid that I would play, like you know, whatever street, whatever street hockey you or street. whatever. <laughs> um, okay, go ahead, there was go ahead. a basketball in the neighbor's yard. Yeah. 
and we went to get it. And then when we turned around, the gate had closed and we were too small to get it open. So we went through their back door, through the front of their house, because they weren't home. It was like the eeriest feeling being in someone else's house just to get to the front door. But we were panicking. We couldn't get it out of the the backyard. (laughs) A 911 gag's pretty to the regicide. Nice. I actually had a, we had a similar incident one time. We used to play the bottom of our court where we lived. Because uh, we lived on a street, it was like a hill, and then it came down to a court. At the bottom of the court, we would play baseball. And we just used a tennis ball, so you know nothing would break. And we were kids, we didn't hit that far. One time, one of our one of the guys did Stu Lamb, and he hit it through somebody's open front door into their house, like one of those you couldn't do that for a billion dollars type of thing. That's a great and, shot. Yeah, he had to go into their house and explain. Um, yeah, I hit a tennis ball in your house. Just uh, they just left their front door open, huh? For whatever reason, yeah. Hmm. Airing out the stank, maybe. I don't know. But um, I do like this montage, too, of Bart continually getting stuck. Trying to go somewhere with a cast on on your leg is ass. (laughs) Or Jimmy Stewart. (laughs) (laughs) That was something that confused me. Who keeps an axe on the top level? Yeah. That's something for your garage. It's like my dad's idiot neighbors who stole their who who store their gas powered lawnmower in their basement. What? <laughs> waiting to get exploded. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Okay. Was it like uh, the basement that had access to the? No, it's not, and they still do it. Like it's not a they used to. They still do it because they're stupid. Yeah, that sounds not the best place for a lawnmower. Okay. So Bart's got a, a, a waste yeah, basket. Too. Yeah. A dog, a hose, yeah, and a dog chained to a bike. That's good. Oh, he's got a full-size piano in there. Right. Yeah, what the hell? I didn't notice that. We have full-size piano in an attic. just been in the country for a week but i distinctly heard you say that maude was with god oh that's right i was at bible camp i was learning how to be more judgmental but i <laughs> oh gosh nice dig in the backyard all right it's true i am a murderer <laughs> i overwatered maude's favorite vicus plant i panicked and then i buried the remains he has a full grave for a ficus plant Do you like having uh, plants in your house? Yeah, but I, I forget to water them all the time. They die. Yeah, same. I guess that explains everything. Not everything. There's still the this is good. Of the whereabouts of your wife. <laughs> I'm right here. Oh, I see. <laughs> everything is wrapped up in a neat little package. I love that line. It is. Yeah, and the way that everyone is kind of looking at him like, what are you doing? This looks like that viral video of the water park in China. Remember that? Everyone's just packed in. Oh, yeah. You can get like that at uh, Wonderland, too. They let too yeah, many yeah. people in. It's pretty much like they need, people don't control how many people go into these things. And, oh. There he goes. And he just stands there. 
Uh, that's kind of interesting that they end the episode on Martin. Yeah, just his little rump there. Yeah, his, his little, little really long. Zoom out. He sings a song that I still. I think it's from. It's from a movie. I just don't remember which one. Yeah, and then it just kind of goes out on that. Not a bad. It's a good it's episode. It's different. Yeah, it's it's a good episode. It's kind of a creative ending. It's you know, ways better than the old Homer and Marge kiss in season one ending. So definitely a, a step up for that one. Um, I think my nostalgia factor was a little bit too high in this. I at the beginning of this said that this was one that had acts one, two, three were fantastic. Two actually gets a little bit dry. The first act is great in the, the building of the pool and Bart breaking his leg and everything like that. The third act is good when with the misdirections um, and, you know, what happened with Flanders and everything like that. The transition of the story to get to Bart, it, it seems like it, it, it lulled a bit, just a bit. Not Nothing crazy that we lost significant interest or anything, but it had a slight lull point, which is going to knock some points off for me. So I started with a 9.8. I'm going to drop it to a 9.4. Still very good. But it's not in that upper echelon of episodes as I thought it was based off my memory. What about yourself? You know, I came in with a with a 9.8. Mm-hmm. Uh, fun memories, you know, a lot of nostalgia. Uh, I'm going to knock it down just a little bit because it did drag a little bit just after a bit, yeah. the second act, I want to say. Um, so I'm, gonna, I'm only going to knock it down to a 9.5, though. Yeah, and I feel like it's right around that territory. Like even maybe that point four that that I am, you know, just a bit below you is even too harsh because it is a very good episode. I just uh, there was that lull, just kind of. It's not uh, perfect. There's no, no laugh out not. loud, like really big moments that like stick That's with true. you forever. That you know. I think if you're going to pick the 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 best gags, you could probably the ones you're thinking of in your head right now, based off of this episode, are probably going to be the ones. Though I forgot the tar and feather was in this. Like the pool thing with the Amish guy uh, is really good. Mole Man getting set on fire right as the episode begins. What a way to kick off a season. That, you know what? I'm actually going to bump it up to 9.5. I'm going to agree with you. That That's a really strong there. opening. Yeah. yeah. The, just the, that Mole Man in general moment right there goes from the, the, the point 0.4 to the point 0.5 because that was um, absolutely fantastic. Still, I thought that was going to be my my favorite moment. I really did because it's one of my favorite, if not my all-time favorite openings to an episode ever, but the, um, uh, grandpa tart and feathered misdirection is unbelievable. I can't, I, I remember seeing that cause misdirections, they're my things. I remember seeing it for the first time. Like I, I just didn't see it coming. I, I would not have guessed that that's where they were going to go. The first that he got grandpa tart and feathered and yeah, it was only 20 minutes ago. And then grandpa just walks by. Like he just he did that it. without a leg. Like, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Well, how? And that raises so many questions like, <laughs> wait, what? How did that even happen? It's it's one of those moments that just that just gets me. One of the, one of the things uh, that uh, tickles the funny bone every time. What about yourself? Uh, for me, it's not a laugh out loud moment. That's my favorite gag. It's it's going to be well. I guess everything's wrapped up in a pretty little package. That's um, is it just the delivery of the line? the delivery is great and the kind of silence that people have uh, on. You know Homer's stupidity. I just love that, and I reference it all the time. Once, like a problem solved or something like that, that uh, either would it be at work or something like that, I'll say like, "Well, I guess everything's wrapped up in a pretty little package." 
I don't know. It's great. Really quotable. So that's my favorite gag, even though it's not necessarily the funniest thing in this episode. It's kind of funny because it's like a misdirect on some it's it's a misdirect on a misdirect on a misdirect. Because first you think, okay, maybe Flanders has done something. Then you realize that no. Then he commits that or he says that he did something. He's a murderer. You're like, oh wait, what? And okay, he he just killed Mod's plant. Then it's like, wait a minute, is Homer actually going somewhere with this? So it's like a triple misdirect, I guess, that you it makes you think something's going to happen and then it doesn't. And, Dan's Dan's delivery of that line is is definitely fantastic. He killed him. It's even as crusty too with the the Ravi Shankar moment and stuff like that. Um, very good, very good start to season six. Uh, we were looking at the first couple of episodes of the season on the DVD menu. Um, some good stuff. I don't know why they put the clip show three episodes in. We'll see. Maybe maybe it'll uh, catch your interest with the, the stuff that they include. I don't remember a lot about it though, which is. Um, kind of yeah, clip show is usually left for like end of season stuff yeah. or mid season. Yeah, yeah, you need to fill some time, but whatever, we'll get to it and see if it's any good. Uh, yeah, Lisa's rival up next. Very much looking forward to that one because that is a very fun episode as well. Uh, it's even more fun though, is when Shane does plug time. So take it away, Shane. Follow us on Twitter, Simpson underscore EB. Best way to get in touch with us if you want to be mentioned on the show or you just want to know when a new episode drops, which is every Friday, uh, one episode a week. Also, there's a link in the description called Crave Donuts. <laughs> Check them out. Uh, they have a wide assortment of donuts. They're delicious. If you're in the GTA, uh, they have two locations, uh, one in Whitby and one in Oshawa. Uh, great, great store. Great, great donuts. Check them out. Um, also, there's another link in the description called Buy Me a Coffee. If you'd like to donate any money to the show, that's uh, that's where you'd do that. And besides that, uh, thanks for listening. If you could pop open Spotify and follow us and rate us that'd be great too look at that he's Shane's such a pro he does that that wasn't even like a multi-take he just goes right through that it was like butter like butter well done Shane well done indeed but yes check out uh check out Crave Donuts get at us at Simpsons underscore EBE if you want to interact with us uh if you want to say we stink then say we stink if you like us rambling for some reason tell us you like us it's that's what it's all about best way to interact with us um my challenge to you then shane oh i didn't ask you what happened on this day september 4th 1994 i'm just going to tell you uh the top song in england uh all around love is all around by the band wet 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 isn't that the second time that we've wet 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 I yeah. think you mentioned that band before. Yeah, still haven't listened to them because I don't really care that much. I have but also yeah. not listened to them. <laughs> shout out to Wet Wet Wet. Yeah, shout out to Wet Wet Wet. Anything can be right a band now. name as long as you try. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, that's not even trying. You just say words, and there you go. So, uh, I'm going. Th- there you go. That's going to be my inspiration for the ending song. Play us out, Shane, for this one with uh, uh, the band that from from the top of your head or whatever. Um, the band that you think has the strangest name. I smacked my own computer by accident and dropped something. Can't even figure out <laughs> what I'm doing here. Give me, give me uh, the band that you always found that has the strangest name. You're like, why is this a band name? And pick a random song from their catalog. All right. We'll see what Shane picks. We'll catch you later for Lisa's Rival. Take care. I will be the one to love and cover you from now until the day I die. I will take you places that you only think about when you're asleep at night. Let me take the time to understand and I will send you.